Welcome, welcome, welcome to Bring On Reviews Podcast, where if you weren't, revered. My name is DC, and the goal of this podcast is to bring you a ton of movie news, comic book news, and some TV news as well. Today is the 85th episode of the podcast that's happening on November 21st, 2018, the day before Thanksgiving. So, um, this first section, as I normally do, is thumbs up, thumbs down, where I go over stuff that happened in the movie world, and give it a thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs all the way in the circle. So, the first thing I have here is the, the collaboration of Amazon Prime and Blumhouse Studios. So, basically, if you haven't heard about it, um, Amazon Prime is basically trying to fight against Netflix in their, you know, domination of the online streaming service kind of thing. So, in their efforts, they're trying to team up with Blumhouse, which they've been doing an amazing job. They've been doing great with the Purge series. I saw, like, one episode from the Purge TV show. It looks very, very good. And I kind of want to see more episodes of it, just because it goes more into the lore. It shows what other folks are doing in the world. It looks like it's a very, very good show. So... Everything that Blumhouse is doing right now is doing amazing. So getting with them is definitely one thing you should really do. So what Amazon is trying to do, they're trying to have eight feature-length um, thrillers that's going to come out on their um, platform. It's all going to be original content, which is kind of cool, the fact that they're coming up with original content instead of um, rehashing other ideas. So if you think about the eight content eight feature-length um, projects coming out with, I kind of want to see what will they do with those projects. Will they all be connected in some kind of way, shape, or form? Or will they all be the standalone pieces that are just dark in tone? I kind of want to have it where at least two or three of them connect together. That'd be kind of cool and kind of uh, like smooth and jazzy. Even if it's like a, a very small piece, like um, the... M. Night Shyamalan movies, the the latest ones, the one with Glass and um, the Bruce Willis character. As long as I have like those little small threads with each one of them, like say a character goes over from one scene to another scene, that'd be pretty dope. So in order to make that all happen, Blumhouse need to be on top of the game. So with um, Amazon and the fact that everyone hates Amazon right now in New York City, should be awesome. They should actually bring a movie to New York City and do something like that of them taking over the whole um, um, city. That'd be kind of cool, kind of funny, hilarious, and kind of meta in its own kind of way. So I can't wait to see what exactly comes about with these eight feature-length um, properties from the partnership of Amazon and um, Blumhouse. So this one I give a thumbs up. Really do. This one I actually do love, and I do love to hear more from this. The next thing I have here is the Devil, Devil May Cry. They're going, they're coming out with a series, which is going to be on Netflix. Um, I'm not exactly sure on it, to be honest. When I first heard this whole thing, I heard it from a co-worker of mine. Um, and it's confusing for me, just because I remember they had a Castlevania series. And I feel in my head... They are both kind of the same properties of sorts. So to see that they're both going to be on Netflix, I'm like, all right, I, I guess that's semi-fine. I guess if you're going to do something like that, it, it should be cool. But then I've read that they're, they're possibly going to do like a mini-verse and try to cross them both over, which 
I got to thinking about it again, and it's like, I, I don't know. Like, if they really want to do this, then fine. But for me, this it feels and sounds weird, the fact that they're going to try to cross these universes over, even though it feels like they are kind of very similar, to be honest, in my um in my thought process. I haven't really played both properties um, too much. I've played, like, a little bit of Castlevania and then a very little bit of Devil May Cry. So... From what I've seen, it just seems like the same kind of story if you just go by what you're looking at from the screen. So I, I, I'm not exactly sure. Do I want to see this on on Netflix? I guess maybe I haven't even watched the the, the Castlevania one, so I'm not sure if I'm even going to watch the Devil May Cry one. I, I'm not really sure. the The story itself for Devil May Cry didn't seem like it drew me in, but there's like like six of the the games, so I'm guessing they they're doing well. So I guess there are some kind of story that comes about with this whole thing. For me, I would give this a pass. If I saw this on, on TV and said, oh, Devil May Cry TV show, I'd probably be like, eh, I'll stick away from it. I'll go watch, you know, Teletubbies or something like that. Something foolish. But to see this one, it's not my cup of tea. And that's why I give this one a thumbs middle. The next thing I have here is um, a Supergirl casting which is kind of cool and kind of you know surreal in this um casting choice to be honest so this person here he's actually an older cast member from superman 4 so if you haven't remembered um john crier is gonna be the new lex luther for the supergirl tv show and originally he was um lenny luther in uh, superman 4 so it's kind of funny and kind of cool that he's actually, you know, older characters coming on in the new series and that they're always going to try to go for great actors to play these awesome roles. And I could imagine how John Cryer would be in this position and it'll seem like he'll be a great fit and he could pull this role off perfectly. He already has the bald head. All I got to do is just shave his beard or even keep the beard, either one. For, for me... You don't need to have it where he's clean-shaven all the time. As long as he's um, likable, which his character his character and his personality makes him very, very likable. And all you need to do is make it to where he has an evil side. And just make it where it just creates a lot of chaos for Supergirl. So I feel like this character in, in John Cryer's hand will be the perfect um, mix between these two people here. I, I feel that it's going to be... It's going to be a lot of fun. I kind of see exactly what's going to happen with the storyline and how much is going to be in the host um, Supergirl season. I know he's going to be showing up on season four, episode 15 um, from a report that happens to be on TV line. So I want to see exactly how often is he going to be in the whole um, series and will he become like one of the major villains for the end? And will that hurt the relationship between um, Lena Luther and Supergirl, which I know that's been like a rocky kind of thing from what I've seen in the past episodes from them both. So I want to see exactly what happens when you introduce another Luther into the mix and then it offsets what happened with the mother, which the mother was fine. I felt like they tried to make it where she was like the, the Lex Luther of the series, which it didn't pan out so well. It, just, it felt kind of weird and you kind of wanted Lex to be there. So I'm glad that they now bringing in Lex Luthor, and then now actually going to do more of these comic book accurate villains, because 
if you're doing a series, especially the CW and the DC um, TV universe, if you're doing a series that has no connection to the movies, then you should have all the capability to bring out these other characters. So I still want to see Batman. I still want to see uh, Martian Manhunter pop up again on other series. I just want to see all these superheroes pop up and not have where your hands are tied because it's about to go into a movie or somewhere else. I want to be able to them to be able to tell this story and tell the story well. So for me, this is a thumbs up just because John Cryer becoming Lex Luthor is a thumbs up in my eyes. So the next thing I have here is a official um, title for a new movie that's coming out. So the Birds of Prey movie has an official title, and it's a very, very long title. It's called Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. So yeah, let that sink in a little bit. That's a very long title. Um, I'm not sure if they had like a a like a a fighting match with the Harry Potter series because that series had a very long title as well. So this one has equally long as title, and it's kind of hilarious, kind of funny, and the fact that this title is an official title because it looks like from the picture online and it's on uh, Margot Robbie's um, Instagram page. And the picture online, it looks like someone scribbled that title in and then did a kiss mark uh, at the bottom of the title. And it looks like it's not a real title, but Warner Brothers has officially confirmed that is the title for the Birds of Prey movie, which it sounds like everything's going right for Harley. She needs to be separated from the Joker character. The Joker character from Suicide Squad and from... um, yeah, Suicide Squad. Yeah, that's the only thing he played in. That character, I didn't like too much. And I kind of wish they would just reboot that character altogether. Just because the the con- the conception of his character just felt kind of weird. So, if you take him out, reboot him sometime later on, that's fine by me. Have her character, because she was one of the forefronts for the Suicide Squad movie. It just, it's focused around her, and rightfully so. She's an amazing actress. So I'm happy that she's going to have a, a bigger role in this Birds of Prey movie, and it's going to be a, a great time in the movie theaters just because you're going to have these three female characters. They're going to cause a lot of chaos. They're going to have some fun times. They're going to have some um, heartfelt times. But at the same time, you have it where Harley Quinn is finally getting rid of the Joker, and standing out on her own. So for me, this one is a thumbs up. I, I don't mind seeing what comes about with this new um, series of movies. And it looks like it should be a, a fun time. It really does. So for me, thumbs up for that one. So I have a bunch of trailers here. Basically going through a list of trailers um, that came out this past week. The first one being the Lego Movie um, 2. So, the second part, sorry. Lego Movie 2, the second part. It, it, it's kind of weird to see the, that that title, the, um, the actual movie itself. It felt kind of off a little bit. So, this trailer came out. It's actually better than the first trailer. The first trailer, I think I gave it like a, a either a middle or three quarters up. Somewhere along the lines of that one. Or probably three quarters down. Because I, I wasn't too keen on it in general. But this trailer itself, the second trailer that came out, this one here, it, it seems better. It, it seems like 
one of the things where they showed more crazy parts to it, which for me, that's what you need. You need to have it where it shows the craziness of the franchise and it show why you should watch this and make you really intrigued about the whole thing. The first trailer, I felt like they kind of the same tropes of the first movie, but then didn't actually expand on anything. So you're just there like, all right, this is the first movie all over again. And I'm not really about that kind of. So this second one really expanded on everything. And it showed exactly what they're trying to do with the second movie in general, which is a good thing. It's a, it's a very, very big plus. And the fact that Tiffany Haddish plays one of the, I guess the villain, I guess she's a villain in this one. She plays one of the voice actors and she sounds very, very natural. She plays a horse and then turns into another monster. So it's kind of crazy to see all that happen. It looks very, very good. I'm more interested in the movie now that the second trailer came out. The first trailer, it didn't really draw me in at all. But the second trailer definitely had my interest. And I kind of want to see what will come about this whole thing now that um, there's more people in it and that they showed more of the actual movie itself so for me that alone is the reason why i get the thumbs up the next thing i have here is a movie from keanu reeves and it's called replicas so based what happens in this movie um keanu reeves's character recreates his whole family because they died in a car accident crazy when we think about that whole thing car accident his whole family dies he lives and he recreates them from um from like from like high government official like bodies and stuff like that so it's like like robots basically um android robot systems that he basically stole stole from his job and brought them to his house to reformat them to his family which to me that's the reason why i give this a thumbs middle just because of the believability of that one feature alone, that he was able to take three robots from his job, his high his high paying job, and recreate them into um, his family. That for me, this it feels like it shouldn't be able to happen because anyone would have been able to stop him from getting these three robots and then the the tools you need to make the bodies. And it, it feels like there has to be like the stars aligned. For this all to happen and not get caught even sooner than when he did get caught. It just it felt kind of weird and a little bit off. For me, it just that took me out the whole movie just because or not movie, took me out the whole trailer just because that feature alone. Other than that, the concept is pretty cool and pretty awesome. The fact when they showed Alicia um Eve pop up and 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 say, Why am I here? It, it was it's crazy the fact that that's happening, and then you can see the dynamic between his friend and Keanu Reeves. It, just, it looks very futuristic. It looks like something I would like to see once I get over the fact that um, he's able to take the whole government property home and not get caught sooner. So for me, just that part there is eh, a little bit weird, but everything else worked out fine for me. And I wouldn't mind seeing this just because Keanu Reeves is such an amazing actor. And he's doing better and better as the years go by. So for me, this one looks very cool. And I wouldn't mind it. But the fact that what I mentioned before gives me a thumbs middle for this um, trailer itself. So that, that, that's that's my ranking on that one. The next movie I have here, or movie trailer I have here, is the 
The Secret Life of Pets 2. So, I mentioned this a couple weeks ago. They did a, a Max trailer, and that one's like a, a, a character trailer of sorts. And it showed his life and showed what he was up to since the last movie itself. So, they changed over from that character, and they went with the Chloe character, which I mentioned before. If they keep up with these um, featured characters, I wouldn't mind, as long as you don't give away too much of the movie. So, for this Chloe one... It looks very, very cool. She looks like a hilarious cat. And it br- it brought me back. It made me smile again. They, they need to keep this up and not do it too often. Like, space it out. Probably space it out a little bit more. Just so, you know, you hit a little bit here. You hit a little bit there. And you make people smile and make you remember this movie's coming out soon. Um, so, it's going to be coming out in the summer. Next, next summer. So, probably do another one, like, around Super Bowl time. And if you do it around Super Bowl time, then do it around like, like May ish, and then you know, you know, really, really milk it. That's what they need to do. They need to milk all these trailers just because these trailers are hilarious and makes you realize and remember why you love all these characters. So for me, thumbs up all the way, just because this trailer here was the perfect introduction, re, what reintroduction of this character to. The audience. It it was funny from start to finish. The Chloe character is hilarious, and I want to see more. I kind of want to see the. I can't remember who's other person. The the white dog, her character's name, but I want to see her own next. Just because I remember how off the wall she was in the first one, and I want to see more of what she's been up to since the last movie itself. So for me, thumbs up for the Secret Life of Pets two character um, trailer on Chloe. The next trial here is Everybody Knows. So this one here is more of a a Sicario kind of feel to it, which for me, it wasn't bad at all. I could be honest. Um, I was interested enough to see what was going on with it. It didn't give away too much, but I know that it will be um, something of great greatness, and to be honest. Um, um, Penelope Cruz and Javier Bardeen, I believe his name, last name is, they both look like they mesh well together, and I kind of want to see what comes about this whole thing. It, it could be easily um, misconstrued that this whole thing is a little bit boring just because not much happens, and it kind of floats about the same kind of um, scene over and over again for the most part. But it's one of those things where you don't want to give away too much of the movie. I feel that this one here, um, a trailer now. And then a trailer possibly in January should be fine. And that's all you need to do. Especially when this movie's coming out in February. So you don't want to give away too much of the movie. Just because it's it's so close to the actual movie itself. And many times when you give away too much in the, in the trailer, you, you, you spoil the whole movie for fans. So for me, when I saw this trailer, I wasn't too taken back by it. It got my interest just a little bit. And... And for this kind of movie, I'm perfectly fine with that. Other movies, I'll probably want us a little bit more, just to get my, my teeth into it just a little bit. But for this one, it's showcased enough to make me really kind of want to see it. So the next trailer will probably push me over the edge where it's like, all right, I got to go see what's happening in this whole movie and what exactly is going down. So for me, thumbs up on that one, just because it sparked my interest quite a bit. The next thing I have here is... Um, some images from 
CW's Arrowverse. So basically, what's happening um, December 9th, 10th, and 11th, I believe. I think that's those are the dates. Um, let me go check this real quick. The dates are correct 9, 10, 11. So those three dates is going to be the crossover for the CW's um, DC TV universe. So it's going to be Super, no, Flash first, then Arrow, then Supergirl. So that's Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. And it's all going to be crossover between all three of them. It's going to be playing on the Infinite Crisis, Crisis on Infinite Earths. It's going to be kind of taking some of that storyline and mix it between all three of the shows itself. So there's a couple of images that's online right now. If you click on the link in the, the podcast notes, you'll see the images. The first one being a lineup between Supergirl, um, Oliver in the, in the Flash costume, um, John Wesley Shipp, and the old Flash costume, and then um, Grant Gustin in the the um, Arrow costume. So it's kind of cool. I'm kind of um, upset that they don't have a a mix mix of crazy Freaky Friday for the Supergirl character. I wish they had another person they switched her costume with. Potentially, you know, you know, Dana, uh, Dinah, Dinah, Dinah. That's how you say her name. Dinah, they could have put her in there and have her switch up with um, those two characters. That would be kind of cool, um, but I guess that's fine. And then the next one they have here is with um, Tyler Hecklin as Superman. Well, not really Superman. He's in his Clark Kent getup right now. Then Lois Lane, and then the Supergirl character. So you have all three of them there. The first time you see them both on the screen together for this whole um, crossover thing. So it's kind of cool to see... Lois Lane's popping up into the um, TV series, and uh, she's having her her mark be laid out there. The next picture I have here is with basically all of them, all the main characters: um, the Superman character, Lois, Flash, um, Arrow, um, Cisco, and then um, Melissa. So all of them's there, just regularly hanging out. It feels like this is towards the end. Of everything, this this, this what it looks like towards the end of everything because everyone's like regularly dressed and no one has anything like you know pressing ideas. It looks like they're all just hanging out, just enjoying themselves together. The next picture I have here is between Oliver and um, and Iris, and Oliver is kind of confused. I think this is like towards the beginning of the episode where he's just figuring out like, all right, we switch bodies, switch lives of sorts. So it's kind of funny to see him like kind of kind of view and light the next picture here as well is of him in the flash costume which is hilarious is because his beard throws everything off and i still don't like this costume i kind of wish to have like a chin for it but since he's in the costume i figured that it'll be hard for him to have the chin and do everything just because his face his face seems a little bit chubbier than grant's like grant's grant's face was slim and fits the the mask a little better but I still want like a, a chin part there too. And the next picture I have here is Grant Gustin in the Arrow costume, which isn't bad at all. He looks on the bit of skinnier side, which I'm fine with that because, you know, if you do bar- parkour, then that would be a cool situation to have him look and feel and vibe from that kind of thing. So for me, I don't mind that. I kind of want to see more action scenes with Grant just to see how well he does it. And it would be kind of cool to see more from him. The next picture I have here is... One of Batgirl, or Batgirl, Batwoman, sorry, 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 again, sorry, sorry, um, Batwoman, she's out there, and doesn't look bad at all, Ruby Rose looks pretty nice, as the trailer that came out 
the teaser trailer that came out wasn't bad at all. They didn't really showcase much of her besides her dropping down doing a superhero pose. Um, but that's it. Um, I kind of want to see more. I kind of want to hear more. I want to see more from her character just because you need her to be very, very strong. And so far, she looks good from like a stationary point. But you need to have it where she's doing lines and she's, you know, being medicine of sorts. The next picture I have here is um, the Jimmy Olsen character. I believe this is towards, this looks like it's towards the middle of the crossover. Because you have um, both Oliver and um, Barry are in the the, the twin costumes. So I think they're supposed to be like doing bad guy scenarios in the whole um, costume getup. So you have them talking to Jimmy's character which to me looks evil in this um, section here so it'd be kind of cool to see what exactly transpires before they get here and after they get here and speaking of evil the next picture i have here is with cisco looking like a crime boss which is kind of hilarious because his hair is slicked back and looks like he could be menacing a little bit but at the same time it's like you're cisco so i'm not going to be too scared of your character but it's kind of cool to see you know him be able to do more characters than his regular, you know, jokey Cisco kind of vibe. It feels like the same with the Harrison Wells character, where they switch up the characters every season. It's kind of cool to see them be able to, you know, spread their wings and be able to do as many um, personalities as possible. So it's kind of cool to see that one. The next picture I have here is the first picture of the monitor that isn't photoshopped or CGI'd at all. So it's kind of cool to see him here. He looks very, very comic accurate. And he looks like he had... Um, braids and they're kind of missing from certain places so it's kind of funny to see all that happen but from this picture alone he looks very very good very very solid i want to hear him exactly in the episode and see how he performs as well before i give my full thoughts in but so far he looks pretty good and i kind of want to see more from this character itself another one a picture here is a mad scientist i don't know who this is um looks fine from what i see and the last picture I have here is with um, Diggle. is in like a psych ward of sorts, and he's fighting his way out. So it looks pretty cool. I want to see a lot more from this Elseworlds and potentially see a, a trail itself. It, it looks very, very good and very, very clean, and looks like it should be quite a bit of fun. So the last section I have here is come to theaters. And... This section is a section that you should know, and it's a very fun section for me. It's basically going over movies that's coming out this past well, past week, this coming week, and saying whether I will be interested in it or I'll pass in it. So the first movie, there's actually four movies that are coming out this week. Um, I think most of them are out by now. I know both Creed and Ralph Breaks the Internet is out today, um, the 21st, but I'm not sure about Robin Hood. I think Robin Hood is out either Friday or today. I believe they might all be out today because of Thanksgiving. So the first movie here is um, Robin Hood. I'll say very interested just because it looks very, very good. It's one of those things where um, Jamie Foxx and Taron Edgerton looks superb together and they look like they're having quite a bit of fun. I want to see more of these two pairing together and the whole line of you no know, longer you know Robin of Loxley. Loxley. You are Robin Hood. It looks very cool. Sounds very nice. From the trailers they've put on so far, it looks very, very solid. So I can't wait to see more of this whole thing. The next movie I have here is um, Creed 2. So 
this is based the continuation of Creed One. He's now going against um, Ivan Drago's son, so it's kind of cool to see that aspect um, transpire on screen, and the fact that you have both the Rocky character and the Ivan character meet together again all these years after Apollo Creed's death. It's kind of cool and kind of you know surreal. So it's, it's kind of fun to see all that happen together. Very interested to see in this movie. I can't wait to see it for real. The next movie we have here is um, Ralph Breaks the Internet. This one is a continuation of the um, Wrecked Ralph. And they do more hijinks, more crazy stuff. I kind of wish this was like, you know, Wrecked Ralph 2 or something like that. But Ralph Breaks the Internet is a fine um, title. I can't wait to see this more. Um, see this more. See more from this whole um, franchise itself. And potentially see like a, a, a spinoff movie with the the princess character, because she, she seems very, very cool and very, very exciting. So I can't wait to see more from this whole thing. But for this um, movie itself, it looks very, very cool. It looks like something I would really enjoy, and I wouldn't mind go see it um, this coming weekend. The last one I have here is The Front Runner. So this one, um, I am semi-interested to see this movie, only because um, Hugh Jackman is in this whole thing. And he's playing... Um, a candidate for office that happened like 1988 or something like that. The movie itself looks fine. It looks like it, it's pandering to what's happening now in the world, and it looks okay. The only reason why I would see it is because of Hugh Jackman. Uh, other than that, I, I probably wouldn't see it because it doesn't look like it's be a good movie. It feels like it's going to be a quite crappy movie itself. I'm sorry to say, but just because Hugh Jackman's in it. I'll probably go see it, and yeah, it just, it doesn't look like it's going to be that good, but at the same time, who who knows? So, um, that's all I have for this episode. Um, you can find us on all social medias, on Instagram, Facebook, Tumblr, YouTube, iTunes, at Bring On Reviews. You can find us on Twitter, at Bring On Reviews, no, the not one, you can use the hashtag Bring On Reviews for any comments, personal reviews, and suggestions you might have. You can even visit the website, which is bringonreviews.com for any movie reviews and even this podcast as well. If you love watching TV shows, enjoy watching movies, therefore you should definitely put your voice out there and start writing some reviews. If you want to write for reviews for this website, please email me at info at bringonreviews.com and use the subject line, I want to join the review team. Um, besides that, you can also send in any questions and inquiries you might have to that same email address as well. Do find me on social media, on Instagram, Snapchat, and Twitter at DwightAntC. That's D-W-I-G-H-T-A-N-T-C. Again, that's D-W-I-G-H-T-A-N-T-C. Or if you want to email me directly, you can email me at dc at bringonorreviews.com. And we'll catch your reviewers next time.